Amen. 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 The Lord of hosts is with us, and we are thankful for our worship teams uh, taking time out to, to uh, record and, and share worship from home. And, and when we worship at Sycamore Hill, uh, Wilmington, the whole family worships. The whole family is involved, and, and we, 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 we heard our, our, our little beloved one joining in in worship, and we're thankful. We're thankful for him. Amen. Amen. We are, we're going to now be uh, back in John chapter 4, back in John chapter 4, and we will read the, the, the uh, focus text for today. John chapter 4, and I will begin reading at the 27th verse. John chapter 4, begin reading at the 27th verse. Say amen when you have it. John chapter 4, verse 27. Just then, his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town to, and, and said to the people, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are yet four months, then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap uh, that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days and many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe for we have heard for ourselves and we know that this is indeed the savior of the world. This is indeed the savior of the world. Lord, we pray that your word will be opened that your name would be glorified, uh, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, even in this moment, through whatever device, Lord, this uh, broadcast uh, travels, Lord, uh, you rule, you reign, and we thank you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, because, Lord, you're my strength. And you're my redeemer. 
I ask for fresh anointing to preach and anointing to receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 When the Titanic, the ship, when it, and when it went under in, in 1912, uh, several messages had been sent that said to watch out for the icebergs. Um, because of busyness with um, other messages and, and, and not being clear how vital the messages were that they were receiving, the folks taking the messages uh, never passed it on. Um, they never sent the warning out to the people who needed to hear. And, and, and as a result, over 1,500 people lost their lives. The folks who knew about the icebergs kept quiet. Imagine the impact that one of those vital shared messages could have made uh, for the people who needed to know on the Titanic. In the scripture today, uh, we, we, we watch the, the impact that one witness has on the lives of an entire town. The impact that just one witness has on the lives of, the, of an entire town. And the topic and the, the, the title of the sermon today is, Can I Get a Witness? Can I Get a Witness? <laughs> um, when, when we stopped reading uh, last week at verse 26, uh, Jesus had just openly shared his identity as the Christ, the Messiah, uh, with the Samaritan woman there at the well. Um, and before she could respond, uh, the disciples had returned from buying food and they interrupt the conversation. And, and, and it gave that the excited woman a chance to go back into the town and share what she uh, experienced uh, uh, in her encounter with Jesus with the people back in her hometown. Um, so, so, so here we are. And, and, and what's happening, the thrust of it is that Jesus uses one willing witness uh, to bring salvation to a city. He uses one willing witness to bring salvation to a city. Um, in, 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 the, in the time of, or after Jesus reveals himself, uh, we see in these next verses that um, we see the woman's witness in verses 27 through 30. We see the disciples uh, receive a lesson in verses 31 through 38. And then uh, in verses 39 through 42, we see the Samaritan's response. We see the Samaritan's response. We see the woman's witness. Then the disciples receive a lesson and then the Samaritans respond. Uh, uh, all here in, in these in these verses uh, 27 says just then that his disciples came back they marveled that he was talking with a woman but no one said what do you seek or why are you talking with her so the woman left her water jar and went away into the town uh, and said said to the people come see a man who told me all that I ever did can this be the Christ uh, they went out of the town and were coming to him. Uh, the, 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 the conversation that we've been listening to over the past uh, few weeks between the woman and Jesus is now suddenly uh, interrupted uh, or disrupted as the disciples show up. Returning from the town uh, that Jesus had, uh, that they had gone to earlier to, to gather food, 
um, uh, they, they finally return and, and the disciples are shocked uh, when they find Jesus there at the well talking with the woman. Now, we talked about uh, before the, the customs and boundaries that Jesus had crossed in, in talking and, and sitting with this woman. Uh, but John, uh, the apostle here, he highlights it again as the disciples, they just kind of stand around just staring at each other, uh, uh, all wondering why, but, but not wanting to question Jesus about his entertaining this woman in public. Um, it, it was a, it was a real thing. It was a real issue at that time. I, I mean, the rabbis, the teachers, they even, they, they, they taught about it. It was written in the Mishnah that, 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 uh, talking too much for a man to talk too much with a woman was a, a waste of time and it could be a, a lead to the downfall of that man. It was time that he was better spent by him studying the word of God. Uh, this, this was written. This is, is what was being taught in that time. Um, uh, it, it even it, it was even written that that it could lead to that man uh, finding himself in hell. <laughs> uh, it, it was a it was a, a, a it was a strong cultural um, barrier. But it, that being the case, why was Jesus? willing to risk his reputation to reach this woman and reveal his identity to her. Um, all the other rabbis, they, they avoided it, uh, especially in public. They avoided that contact with the woman. But why did Jesus, uh, uh, why was he willing to risk his reputation? Um, I think when we watch her response to discovering who Jesus is, it, it helps us understand a little better. Um, we get to look at her witness. Watching her witness helps us, I think. This woman, uh, she would turn out to be a critical piece of what was going to take place in her hometown. Uh, she was, was actually going to end up being a key witness, uh, not, not in a judicial sense, but, but, but the key uh, 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 to what was going on there in the town. Look, look at her witness. Look at her witness. She was so enthusiastic um, finding out who Jesus is, that she leaves the well without the water that she came to draw. And, and, and she immediately, uh, if you would, exchanges her water jar uh, for the opportunity to share a testimony about the man who had promised her living water. Uh, her, her witness, um, it, it, uh, it, it wasn't just enthusiastic it was effective it was effective even though the odds were against her because she was a woman and and, and probably an outcast in in her home community uh, because of her her past and her relationships um, what she shares uh, with the people grabs hold of the entire town's attention um, the woman listen watch the woman didn't have some eloquent speech prepared. She shared in an excited and amplified way just what she had experienced. Uh, as Jesus had told her the most pressing things that, was, that, were, uh, that were on her heart, um, 
It, it may have felt to her uh, like everything, um, feeling as if uh, she was known completely by Jesus and still being accepted. She says to the town, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Jesus had uh, opened up the, the secret chambers of her heart and this woman was over the top uh, sharing uh, her witness with the town. Um, come see a man. Does anyone have a, a, a testimony or a witness like this? Could you, could you fill in your own blanks about Jesus saying, come see a man, uh, come see a man who pulled my life up out of the pit. I, I don't know what your witness might be. Come see a man who knew everything about me, but still loved me anyway. Come see a man who, who saw me sinking deep in sin, saved me and placed my feet on a solid foundation. Uh, come see a man. It, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just your, your, your testimony, your witness. Uh, the, the woman's response to what she had heard and experienced with Jesus was to simply just go and tell it. Not, not sure if the folks in the town uh, would take her word. She, she poses uh, what, what she knows now about Jesus as a question, uh, that, a question that would get their wheels turning. Um, she, it, literally, it sounds more like uh, this couldn't be the Christ. Could it? Uh, she, she, she almost as if uh, she was expecting everyone to tell her no and she was wrong, but she knew what she knew. <clears throat> and she shared enough that people, the people of the town began to believe and, and set out on their way to go and see Jesus, to, to come and see, like she had said, with all her possible limits as a, as a witness, her witness was effective. And now as her her witness starts to take effect in the town, uh, it, it creates a moment of of space for Jesus to share a lesson with his disciples that they would need to to, to hold on to if they're going to be engaging uh, this community. Um, it says here in 31. <clears throat> Meanwhile, <clears throat> the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Now, since the disciples had missed everything that had gone on uh, uh, with the woman at the well, um, they returned with their thoughts uh, focused on the physical necessities of Jesus. Uh, they had left him at the well tired and hungry, uh, even thirsty, but just, just, and probably now showing up seeing this woman, they, they, they thought um, she could have only made things worse, troubling him in some kind of way. Um, uh, uh, but but he, he has to have something to eat. Uh, their focus is him having something to eat. But instead of eating, Jesus uses food to begin a lesson for the disciples. He uses food just like with the Samaritan woman. He takes 
the, the common material thing that they mention, and then he uses it to point to a spiritual reality. <clears throat> and just like the woman at the well, the disciples don't, don't, don't get it, and, and they focus only on the natural material stuff. Um, they, they're sure that nobody in Samaria gave him any food, so how could Jesus have eaten? Um, that was what they were fixed on. Um, so Jesus opens the lesson. The first point of the lesson for the disciples is priority. Priority. There is something more important and life sustaining for Jesus than food. Uh, it, it is the will and the work of God the Father. Jesus, <clears throat> he was clear about being on his mission. He, he was clear about uh, uh, what role, what, what, what position the mission took. Uh, though, although food and drink are necessary parts of life, uh, they take a back seat to doing God's will. Jesus was living uh, according to, to scripture, like Deuteronomy 8 and 3 would say, that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Uh, uh, Jesus was living that kind of life. Uh, Jesus, his life would also demonstrate uh, what he would teach. Um, in, in Matthew 6, he, he explains to the disciples not to worry about what they would eat or what they would drink because life was more than that. Life was more than that. But, but as priority, he told them, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Uh, seek first that God would have his way in you and in the world, his kingdom, his kingdom. Uh, so, uh, so, so Jesus would, would try to get them to focus on um, uh, being driven by a spiritual life and not a physical life. Um, the, the, the physical life was there and the physical life needs uh, to be sustained, but it shouldn't be the driving force. And, uh, and so we don't get tangled up here like the disciples. To be clear, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's about more than just skipping some meals. What Jesus is wanting the disciples to see is that uh, even the greatest physical need doesn't compete with carrying out God's will. If, if the food that fuels our bodies is considered uh, somehow secondary, what about all the other things that we, that we uh, put in front of God's will? If food should take a back seat, what about all of the other lesser things <laughs> that, that, that get in the way. This, this is a call to examine uh, priority and, and where God's business falls in our lives compared to where it should be. Um, uh, it was a lesson for the disciples, but it's, but it's an a, a opportunity for us, an opportunity for all of us. Um, Jesus was, was more driven to accomplish and complete his mission than MJ and Kobe Bryant were to, to, to win championships. Uh, uh, the athletes, uh, they, they would sometimes say ball is life. No, to Jesus' mission was life. Uh, accomplishing what he came to do was life. Um, 
Now, even though his, his physical frame was tired and, 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 and thirsty and, and hungry, uh, he was sustained spiritually and, and satisfied by doing the will and doing the work of God, uh, sharing the truth of salvation with the woman there at the well. Uh, Jesus uh, was full, if you would. He was full. The disciples would have to learn that, 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 that making known the work and the person of Jesus was to be their number one priority. Um, Jesus goes on to share uh, point two of their lesson. He says, do you not say there are yet four months, then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, uh, lift up your eyes and, and, and see the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which, for which you did not labor. Others labored and you have entered into their labor. Uh, what, what's Jesus showing them here? The, the, the second point is that uh, not only was the sharing of Jesus's identity and purpose a priority work, it was an urgent work. It was an urgent work using an example of, an, of, of natural crops that they would observe as they traveled back and forth in the land. Jesus points to a spiritual a spiritual harvest of people, uh, people who were to be brought into the kingdom of God. It's possible uh, that, that he looked into the distance and saw the Samaritan people uh, uh, of the town uh, uh, that had received the witness approaching. Um, things are already in motion, Jesus is teaching his disciples. Jesus <clears throat> tells them to look uh, lift up your eyes and, and, and behold, uh, uh, this is not something that that you can just sit back and, and relax about saying there, there'll be time uh, uh, before we need to get to that. Uh, uh, we, we have time. Uh, no, this is urgent. Jesus wants them to see that it's urgent. Things are in motion. Uh, uh, and this second point that Jesus makes uh, in the disciples lesson, this second point, it has two parts because uh, they also need to recognize that that their role in this work uh, was to be gathering what God had already been preparing through his servants over years and time uh, through the teaching and preaching of his prophets through uh, finally John the Baptist showing up, telling people to repent because the kingdom of God was at hand. And now, and now because of the arrival of Jesus and the work that he fulfills, the harvest is ripe and it's ready. It, it, it reminds me um, th their role that they need to play uh, in this. It, it reminds me of how Jesus had made himself known to Peter uh, when he was calling Peter to be a disciple. He had Peter launch his boat out into the deep um, and when he when he launched out into the deep, he was supposed to lower his net. And when he lowered his net, uh, he caught an abundant multitude of fish. Now, it, it was obviously a miracle, but 
the, the point here is Peter's role. Jesus took care of the fish being in the right place at the right time. All Peter had to do uh, was to be obedient and let down his net where Jesus told him to let down his net and he would gather what Jesus had already prepared. But the, this, this, the urgent priority work that the disciples are called to here is it, it, much greater than any catch of fish that, that, that Peter might have uh, caught or any harvest of, of natural crops. It's the sharing of eternal life with the spiritually hungry and thirsty. Jesus lets them know everyone involved in this work will have joy when that eternal life is taken hold of by, by those that they reach to together. There'll be joy. Now, if the disciples get the point that Jesus is making, uh, sometime in the very near future, they'll get to experience the joy of this work as the town full of Samaritan folks uh, soon show up there looking for Jesus. We'll see, well, well we, we, we won't get to see, but uh, uh, did they get it or did they not? Um, look, look, at, look at the Samaritan's uh, response to the witness here. Um, the disciples received the lesson, but look at the Samaritan's response to the witness. It says many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. Uh, they said to the woman, it's, it's, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe for we have heard for ourselves and we know that this is indeed the savior of the world. We see here the impact of the woman's testimony on the town. Look at this. As they heard it, many of them believed. Um, their, their spiritual hunger is now on display as they as they come seeking Jesus and, and repeatedly asking him uh, when they hear him uh, uh, speak, just asking him uh, again and again to stay with him, stay with them, to stay with them, to stay with them. Um, and, and Jesus accepts their request and stays there two days in that town. Um, we we, we won't understand the tension of Jesus accepting the request of them requesting for him to stay and Jesus accepting the request, staying there two days. I mean, one commentator noted that uh, um, him staying there with the Samaritans and eating with the Samaritans uh, for those two days would have would have been something like a person defying um, uh, uh, segregation in, in the U.S. in the 1950s or or maybe even apartheid in the in South Africa in the 1980s. I mean, this was something that was a serious uh, situation. While, while accomplishing the work and the will of the Father, which was his, his life, he, uh, Jesus placed himself at risk. Uh, 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 the, there's, a, there's a risk uh, to what Jesus is called to do and what we're being called to do. But because of this, these Samaritans 
who were considered uh, impure, um, unclean, uh, uh, half-breeds by the Jews were now not only hearing, but believing and experiencing the very presence of the Messiah. Uh, Jesus had been to this point very selective about who he revealed himself to. I mean, he he had just had a meeting in John chapter three with one of the uh, uh, renowned uh, uh, religious teachers, but he had not revealed himself to him. Here in Samaria, <laughs> with that one woman at the well, he 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 reveals himself. So 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 Jesus used the woman's testimony uh, as a as a net to draw in the people. But once they came to him, they soon went from leaning on the borrowed testimony of that woman uh, 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 to having their own testimony. They said, listen to them, uh, we've heard him ourselves and we know, um, we recognize our eyes have been opened to the fact that he is the savior of the whole world. Uh, the, the, the testimonies are getting uh, um, uh, uh, more and more powerful as, it, as we go along. Um, the disciples didn't always see Jesus's mission clearly. He had to tell them to uh, lift up their eyes and, and, and look. Uh, he had to share lessons with them. Uh, they, they didn't always get the scope of his, of his ministry, but these Samaritans got it. Look at this. Uh, it, I mean, it was to them revealed as a worldwide work that was available for everyone. They got it. It, it, it wouldn't overlook or separate the worthy from the unworthy. Um, uh, that food that the disciples didn't know about, that work that Jesus was so passionate about completing and accomplishing was the salvation of the world. Uh, that's 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 what the mission is. Uh, he wouldn't stop here with this with with, um, with this town either. He he wasn't going to just stop there with this town. He would eventually go on and and carry out this work and, and continue to uh, uh, to advance this work uh, all the way to a place called Calvary, uh, to a hill, to a cross, uh, where 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 he'd say before breathing his last breath uh, crucified there that it that that work of salvation is finished uh, before he bowed his head and surrendered his, his spirit to the father he said it is finished he wanted to accomplish uh, what he was sent to accomplish the belief of these Samaritans uh, beginning with that one woman at the well, it, it, it brings us to our, our main point. Uh, uh, it brings us to our main point. Since Jesus is the savior of the whole world, sharing that message with the whole world should be the disciples' number one priority. You, you said, say it again. Since Jesus is the savior of the whole world, Sharing that message with the whole world should be the disciples' number one priority. So we never get to see how um, 
Jesus' disciples there that day responded when the uh, crowd arrived there in uh, Samaria and how they interacted and uh, over those next two days. But uh, we, we, instead of uh, speculating, um, we could take this time and just consider our own work. You know, how we responded at, at the wells where Jesus has placed us. Um, what, what, what have we done? What have, what have we shared? Um, uh, and it's a, it's a personal time of reflection, right? If we are uh, reflecting on, on what we've done at, at where Jesus has placed us, the, the, the wells we've been uh, given, and, and we say that there hasn't been much activity there, um, we could ask this question, what is it that we need to lift our eyes from to better see the spiritual priorities Jesus has called us to. Um, and when it comes to evangelism and it comes to this type of uh, contact with people, we, we live in a world where it, it, it's usually uh, uh, kind of live and let live. And, and, and we, we stand and we, we kind of don't want to, to bother folks. But um, hanging back from this work of evangelism could be better summed up as, as, as live and let die. Um, we don't get to hang back. It's, it's like, it's like not delivering the message on the Titanic. Um, anyone who's encountered and believed Jesus is called to be a witness. We have to take the call seriously. The scripture says, again, and we can uh, hear what, what, what Jesus said to the disciples in the, in the meditation verse. Um, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We should pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest, starting with send laborers into the harvest. Jesus wants to know, can I get a witness? If you're watching this and you're thinking, I haven't encountered Jesus, so I don't know that to be my assignment, I would... Um, I would urge that you would uh, make contact um, with us and uh, so that we can pray with you and, and, and that you would just come come see a man uh, who, who takes away the sin of the world, um, who gives life, life more abundantly. Um, that's our prayer. Let's close now uh, with a blessing. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father who loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Amen. I'll pray to see you next time.